this your king? Uh. Yeah. Yeah. What it do and what it is. This is the Sensei Said So Show. I am your Sensei Vio Sensei 24th Dread Kage of the Music Clan 10th Tribe of Wakanda. <laughs> 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 and y'all already know who right next to him, right right on the belt with the throne, is Shadow, the prodigal son of the Nijah. What's good? Pull your double cups up two times. Two more times. Welcome back to the Sensei Senso Show. We got an awesome episode for you. We gonna get in the zone. We gonna get the rap sheet going. We gonna hit you with the staples, you know. You guys have been with us, supporting us, joining the conversation. Shout out to everybody who's sharing the conversation, who's hitting me up, who's hitting Shadow up. Keep supporting the movement. You already know the website, senseisaidso.com. So since you know it, let's go ahead and share it with a person or two that you know, love, don't love, don't like. It don't matter. (laughs) So there's been, um, there's an underlying story going on in the nation. And it starts with the word recruiting. Recruiting has really taken a, a big mainstream in 2018. You got all the allegations and everything that the NCAA has done regarding recruiting. Right. And then you got everybody and their mama trying to recruit LeBron Flocka James. And, <laughs> and if he don't feel like he's the number one recruit in high school again right. at the age of damn near 40. Got him blushing. <laughs> he got him he got him feeling like a whole new child again. I can't. I can't imagine how you feel. All the, the NFL trying to recruit him. There, there's people. The, the MLB might try and recruit him next. We don't even really know who all get their campaigns ready. So let's dive in. Let's get in our stance. Let's fully get in the zone. Let's talk about LeBron a little bit because he actually just released the four teams he would like to go to. He's got stay with the Cavs. He's got go to L.A. Trash. Go to the Sixers. Weak. Or the Rockets. That wouldn't be bad. If you were LeBron, where would you go? If I was LeBron, I would keep my happy ass in Cleveland and stay there and never leave. Because they're going to give me everything I want and I'm just going to own the franchise. But he might still also do that if he leaves. It's not saying he's not going to. But if he leaves, there's no guarantee that the market is going to be in his favor. Right, because the Miami move, the Miami move worked out because he knew there was multiple people coming with him, and that they were gonna gonna have a solid team when he got there. The move back to Cleveland worked because Cleveland cleared up every cent, every dollar that they had invested throughout the city city's taxpaying dollars <laughs> in the system, so he could come and create the championship team he needed. You see, but now. If he goes to, let's say, the Rockets, are they going to be able to have him and James Harden and maybe, let's say, keep Trevor Reza if he wants it or keep, you know, like, I mean, they might. How is it going to work out if he just if he goes somewhere where there's also another star? Excuse my French. LeBron a whole bitch if he goes to the Rockets. Uh. (laughs) I can't have LeBron go to the Rockets. If I'm like, for me personally, that will let me take me personally out of it. It doesn't make sense for him to come west. Even though it would be awesome for him to come to L.A., even though I don't really want him to come to L.A. because our team's trajectory is doesn't match up because LeBron's not just another player. When LeBron comes to your team, he doesn't just plug in and now you're just 
Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and LeBron. You <laughs> have to retool everything. It's championship or bust now. Everything changes when LeBron comes to your team. That's what comes with being arguably the best basketball player ever. Still playing, still at the, right. the prime of your of your powers. And he's out here playing the NBA, signing one-year deals, <laughs> holding everybody hostage because he's got a <laughs> billion dollars from Nike. He's not worried about this NBA money. Not at all. <laughs> not even. And he's going to play till 45. So I'm going to keep signing one-year deals. Is for... he going to play forever? How long is LeBron James going to be in the goddamn Sensei league? said it first right here. LeBron is going to play at least until his son is in the NBA. What? <laughs> Bronny? How old is Bronny? Bronny's what, 13 now? 14 now? He probably like 14, 15. So he's probably what, four years away? Oh, yeah? Is that the route he's taking? 18? 18? You're in the NBA? You don't think he wants his son to go to college? Did he want him to go to college? He, oh, <laughs> the nigga, he, I, but, I mean, that's a different situation. He didn't come from money and privilege. How did he get that money and privilege? Did he get it in college? Oh, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure somebody helped him out. I'm sure there was a plenty of booster clubs that the NCAA is in trouble for that helped that nigga out. Too. Right. They were called the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> <laughs> they knew he was coming. They knew he was coming when he was 12. So, is, so what, to... is Bronny coming? Are they hoping Bronny's going to be the next face of Cleveland when LeBron's gone? How much pressure is that on a 14-year-old? I don't know if they're going to go as far to call him the face, but LeBron is in a position where he can say LeVar things. Like, I will only re-sign with the Cavaliers if you guys sign my son. No matter what, if he's in Lithuania, if he's in Mongolia playing against Lil Xan and Kodak oh. Black because they in Mongolia because of Project Mongolia. <laughs> Shout out to season one. If you don't know about Project Mongolia, go back, <laughs> scroll back, do your Googles. I think I think LeBron I think LeBron makes makes Bronny go to school for a little bit. I'm not saying four years or nothing like that, but maybe maybe just two. Nah. You think one and gun one and done? If, if even, he even goes, but if like, the NCAA is even around by time, <laughs> blow it up, blow the NFL up, blow the NCAA up, blow them all up, blow it up. I'm with it. Start over. I don't know why the Jazz aren't recruiting LeBron. LeBron would actually be lit in Utah. Never will happen, but it'd be a dope fit. He has Donovan. Donovan's like his Kyrie. He got favors. He got Gobert, so he'll never got to play big. He can start chasing around people, being being free safety. LeBron not wearing Cleveland. Tristan Thompson, all but six eight, and Larry Nance <laughs> is athletic, but he can't play no defense. I know I'm a Lakers fan. I've watched him. I love Larry, but he he has limitations on defense. So LeBron's looking at it like Kevin Love out here complaining about mental issues. Oh, my oh centers my keep getting hurt. Like how are we about to how are we about to win the East? Which comes to the conversation of, is LeBron going to win the East? Of course not. You what do you mean? Who's going to win the East? Who's going to win the East? Kyrie and them. And who's Kyrie them? and them. Uncle Drew and them. The Movie team of people who... Soon. Y'all know what it is. Listen, my man went to the Celtics and got the NBA lit. The East lit on fire. Stop it. The problem is, is none of his small forwards know how to land after they jump. I mean... 
So how y'all gonna make it through the East if gravity is your biggest opponent? Because I mean, because Jalen need Jalen need to do a little bit more neck ups. I don't know. The nigga, the nigga need to bulk that neck up. I mean, if you gonna dunk and land on your head, then land on your head and get up. I'm, they I don't about know. to run a Bob Cousy, Bill Russell style offense <laughs> where no one dunks, no one jumps, no more crossovers. Everybody get ready to shoot. That's I don't it. know though. Everybody catch and shoot. Them Drake's boys up north. You guys might have a handful with Demar and them. Yeah, but you know how they get in the playoffs. Was <laughs> that the sound of the Celtics the last couple of years in the playoffs? Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. I Until don't know. we got Kyrie, we switched the game up. We're ready. Y'all ain't never seen Kyrie in the playoffs without LeBron, so and we Le- don't and- know. Oh, don't don't say that we have not seen LeBron in the playoffs without Kyrie. I wouldn't go say that. Uh, I was about to say. <laughs> say so the Cat- Celtics have a big question mark. Cavaliers got a brand new team. The Raptors are an old team, but they're playing their old dog that learned new tricks apparently. So we'll see. Let's um let's take a break for the zone, you know, let's take a timeout and we're going to come back with more of in the zone because the Mamba is the first athlete to get the LMFAO. <laughs> and we'll talk about that in a second. Monday through 
Friday and occasionally Saturday and Sunday is ball and smoke. Yeah, 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 yeah. No phase me. That's an old one, but a good, good one. Make sure y'all catch that on SenseTheySaidSo.com. You know in the descriptions and in the music, we always keep y'all up with the latest and the old goodies. Please, please, please go back and listen to the music. Get all the content. The more content you support that we have going on, the more content we'll continue to provide. The more content we'll continue to develop. So keep riding with us. We want to see where that goes because some people are creating content and out here getting Oscars. Like I mentioned, the LMFAO award goes to Kobe Bryant. Mm. And no, I am not talking about laughing my freaking ass off. (laughs) So what they call the LMFAO is as an athlete, if you get a Larry O'Brien trophy, which is the NBA trophy, if you win a finals MVP, a regular MVP, and then you get an Oscar. Kobe got an Oscar for his animated short deer basketball. First off, did you even watch the Oscars? No, I don't watch the Oscars. But I, <laughs> why would I watch the Oscars? The fuck am I do watching the Oscars? The Oscars reminds <laughs> me a lot of Hunger Games. You know, when all the people dress up all fancy and sit around and do some some foolish shit. I might pull up at the Oscars if I get invited, just to you know, what I'm saying, just because just to stunt in society, you know. Got to rub elbows with the people I got to rub elbows with. But, I mean, are we supposed to take the, the Oscars serious? Like, what, what, are, what are the Oscars really supposed to dignify and solidify? Honestly, I saw an opinion about, I was, uh, you know, I'm plugged into the, the, the expansive universe that is the podcasts that are in America and across the world. And I've heard some interesting opinions about what, like, awards represent, especially awards like the Oscar. Because it's like, it feels like a big circle jerk for millionaires and billionaires. If we're just going to call an ace an ace and a spade a spade. Because it's like you have people who have made millions and millions and millions of dollars, but they're not, it's not enough. Let's create awards for each other so we can come together and we can pat each other's backs about how successful we are and how accomplished we were last year. And I get it. I love credit with the classes that I teach because I teach sales and I tell people to always take credit. Take credit for when you don't get what you want, but take credit for when you do get what you want and don't say that it was a lay down or something like that. Take credit, of course. So credit is something that's important. But I feel like the Oscars is so much of just a facade. It's everything that the 1% shouldn't be, where they're just (laughs) pandering to their bases, pandering to their demographics, talking about issues that whether they care about it or not, they they want to express it because it makes them look better. Especially all the people coming at the Black Mamba, Kobe Bryant, saying that he shouldn't have gotten an Oscar because he was was alleged, uh, he was accused of rape. When I saw that, that I was, was like, I mean, it was Kobe a raped week. again? I ah. thought something just happened. They're going to bring it up. They're going to bring it right back up. Like the I case thought he went closed. back to Denver like and like, what? saw Selena Gomez or something and took it down. They gonna, I mean, they try, to, they, they, they try to do that, though. They try and take anything that, any accolade or something that you have built and used off your old platform into a new platform and try and shoot you down. Shoot you down for it, you know the whole the whole shut up and dribble campaign that you know that LeBron was was leading and now Kobe's a part of it obviously because in his speech he literally said we we are supposed to shut up and dribble but I guess we can do a lot more than that right. obviously because he won an Oscar and that's then if the, I mean 
that's y'all award. That's not even our award. I'm sure. I'm sure Kobe wasn't didn't make that in, in the intent of winning an Oscar, but he won the Oscar, and now he's looking at y'all like, how how dare y'all even tell me that I'm only a basketball player? Right. <laughs> that's crazy as hell to me. You know. Same with the LeBron situation. Same. It's crazy. You know. But I feel like it's it's it shows a lot of it shows a lot of promise moving forward in the community and in in. In Hollywood, really, because before how they used to say that the Oscars were all white and whatever, how how the, the black community got mad that the Oscars were were pandering toward you know whatever whatever you want to call it you know right but, right right but so let me be a let me be I don't want to say devil's advocate it's more like let me be a black Twitter advocate so the Oscars and the the associations and things like that Hollywood in general they pander to what's cool. They pander to the demographic of what's trending. And it just so happens that black is trending. So is their support and their acknowledgement, is that coming from genuine, like, open arms, the right intentions? Or is it more like black women are hot now? 2017 was the year of the colored women. Like, biggest year, Tiffany Haddish. Oh, yeah, we have to get on. Get out. Get out has to win because that's the best narrative. It's like a storyline. When I don't have an invested interest in something, like the Super Bowl, for instance, right. if I don't care about who wins or loses, I care about the narrative and the storyline. And I can't believe that I'm the only one who does that, especially when people are in positions of power. The Oscars and the Grammys and all that, I, I see it like the WWE with <laughs> less underwear and less fighting. <laughs> Actually, no, the same amount of underwear <laughs> because now they it, it, I mean, they wearing nothing. I mean, now. are you gonna are you going to watch the Oscars? Is there something the Oscars could do to get you back on board to watching the Oscars? Because they had that little the little skit that they had with with uh, Tiffany and um, and I for, I forgot the other the other black woman that they had up there, but they had a skit talking about don't worry, Oscars. I know we're gonna. It's gonna be black this year, but there's still white people here. They're all in the back, and they got clipboards, and they're blah blah blah. You know, it was it was kind of funny. I laughed, but no, I'm over. <laughs> I'm over all award shows. I remember when I was young as an artist, and I really like. I sought after accolades. I wanted to be recognized by my peers and everything for my talents and my abilities. Then I realized through working, through observation, through working in marketing, I did some internship internships and things like that, and I got to see more on how all this stuff works. Most of it's full of shit. So honestly, I don't want to go where we're tolerated. I want to go where we're celebrated. So sure, the Oscars might be doing okay now, but there's been historical fucking um, mistakes and historical overlooks of different artists and different people who should have won awards and stuff like that. So at this point, I don't care. I want us to start our own awards, to be honest, not the BET Awards. Those, those have become trash as well. <laughs> we need something that speaks for the people and there's a couple of them there's like the youtube awards where it's like this is direct access to the people right i want to win the people not the industry because when you get into entertainment and you get into media you do have to make a decision are you going to be of the industry and shake hands and shoulders and stuff like that with the leonardos and the all these people or are you going to be of the people and be opinionated and speak the way we speak about certain situations, regardless of if people are going to hate you. Right. Because I've seen multiple people who who have done what we're doing, but ahead of us, whether it's Charlemagne, the Brilliant Idiots, or Everyday Struggle with DJ Academics and Joe Budden, 
And it's like, you <laughs> no see. No longer Joe Budden. Right. <laughs> so you see, I've seen how Andrew Schultz and Charlemagne, shout out to the brilliant idiots, have kept their energy consistent throughout because they made a decision to be for the people. So we're going to talk about Nicki Minaj being washed, even though she's going to hate and it's going to affect my relationship with her. We're going to talk about Wendy Williams being all types of petty. We're going to talk about Monique. But then you have DJ Academic, who doesn't keep the same energy. He wants to be buddy-buddy. Hey, Migos, I love you guys too, blah, 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 blah. So he'll talk bad about these people. But then when it's time to have your opinion... Be a whole full hoe. He wants to be a whole hoe. Act a whole hoe. Because he wants to get invited to the mixtape parties. And he wants to get invited to the... He kind of... He's so... He just a weirdo. I don't know. He be... You're right, though. He be doing that shit. I don't know why he does it. It's not cool. As, you know, as... As you know, respected media and radio personality. That's not like a cool thing to to do. You know, you don't want to socially online be cool, buddy, buddy with everybody. And then when situations actually go down because of the shit you were flaunting, now you don't have any recollection and want to deal with situations. Right. It's kind of stand like, by your word. So then, how are we supposed to believe in your content, in your in your product, and what you know? I don't know. Especially kinda... when your whole product is your opinion. If you don't stand by your own opinion. That's like watching the CEO of Coca-Cola drinking Pepsi. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> confused. Yes, confused. How do you sell now? Confused with confused with no with, with, with no backbone on. That's the problem. Because it is one thing to to you know, he's still on the show, so you know, shouts out to Is him that still that. a show? And, that, and that's the question. that's the problem. Joe Budden was the show. Because Joe, Joe Budden, Budden was, was the outrageousness the in the backbone of the show. He was the one cussing you out, slapped you in the face, called you a bitch on his other show, came back on this show and called you a hoe again, and you still ain't do nothing about it. So it's like I don't know. You, you you know you you lose a lot of you you lose you lose a lot of leeway. And see, in that that whole thing about having to play this part, I don't have time for it. And that's why the the Oscars represent everything I don't have time for. So I love that Kobe got an Oscar because Kobe the man and Kobe's brilliant, a brilliant mind in a bunch of aspects, and he does nothing but deserve it. Everybody who's trying to come out and say he shouldn't have got it because he had rape allegations, that was 16 years ago, and he was found innocent. At what point do we move on? <laughs> At what point do are you the villain forever? Facts. I get that. And um and there's a lot of there's a lot of weirder niggas out there that y'all have turned a, a blind eye to. Worse than Kobe. So let's not. Let if, if we're, we're going to talk about some weird shit, let's not cult. just start with Kobe. Let's not start there. We've allowed <laughs> R. Kelly to grow a full sex cult. <laughs> and we don't say Kobe don't deserve an Oscar <laughs> because of an allegation that was tried in court and he was found not guilty amongst his own peers. Hmm. Like the court of public, we, we need a way to regulate the court of public opinion. Because another person, Ryan Seacrest, was at the Oscars, and he was in a similar situation. Shout-outs to his employers for not just pulling the plug on him because he's had recent allegations. And allegations sometimes are even worse than being guilty. <laughs> because you, know you about to... even Because if you're innocent, you're about to feel all the repercussions As of a guilty, guilty person. Oh, damn. And you didn't do it. And you got to fight, and they think you're lying, and they think you're holding on to some shit. <laughs> so now I get all rough. Yeah, you know how it be. <laughs> Just like the that song from White Girls, the making my way downtown, that artist. 
she chris brown put on instagram him singing that song and she was like i don't want my song being sang by somebody who beats women on international women day like bruh <laughs> at what point and i want as we go to our next break before we move to the rap sheet the r- 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 rap sheet let's ask ourselves this question at what point do we draw the line that it's okay to let something go before it becomes a grudge because you have a statute of limitation on For how long You're right. you can legitimately hold on to a gripe before it's like, all right, yo, this is a grudge. <laughs> so let's determine where that is so as a society we can come up with some sort of rubric for forgiveness because we struggle with that. And but we're the land of second chances. <laughs> and reparations because y'all seem to not like to give those out no more. Just so saying. let's take a break before... Shadow about to get us all our 40 acres in a mule And we're going to come back Once I'm a landowner Everybody say amen Amen. Let the church say amen All the women, all the men say All the children, all the kids say Hey man Hey man Let's go Now that we've been blessed It's time to go out in the world Change is shaking, challenging I'm leading with a word History has spoken that it's mighty rival swords So sharpen up those metaphors And throw them at the board Filled with so much hope But soon we'll stand before the horrors Babylon in perfect form Keeps evil round the corners Past the sanctuary and its holy, holy borders Lies a sea of men and institutions Keeping souls like horrors How will you survive the sea of darkness Floating at the same time While you're sinking in the process Dying when you're living While the hell around is constant Focused on your body While your mind is Losing conscious, oh Lord. Everybody say amen. Let the church say amen. All the women, all the men say. All the children, all the kids say. Everybody say amen. Let the church say amen. All the women, all the men say. All the children, all the kids say Sunday's who you wanna be Monday's who you really are The distance that is in between Someday stretches hella far When you leave the pew, it's up to you To define the world Separate the real and fake See intentions start to curl Holding on to promises Faith in he who promised it Faith in he cause he is me I know we can honor it Cruising through the energy Holla on my enemies Yahweh walking next to me Watch me if they flex on me Forgive me for the sins and the sinners in my temple forgive me for the evil that's been rooted in my mental learn to find the reason why you even let it enter searching for the summer through the coldest nights of winter love them if they pray for me fuck them if they pray on me delivered like delivery graceful with the energy so as we stand connected we are sisters and we brothers i pray that he stays with us while we absent from each other oh lord let the church say amen everybody say amen all the women, all the men say. All the children, all the kids say. Everybody say amen. Let the church say amen. All the women, all the men say. All the children, all the kids say. 
Benediction by Sensei, yo Sensei. If y'all can't spell benediction, open a dictionary and your Sensei will let you know what it means. Everybody say amen. <laughs> y'all can catch that at senseisaidso.com. Make sure y'all click on it. That's the music tab on senseisaidso.com. You already know. Let's keep talking about music. Let's keep talking. And while we're talking about it, we're going to get into, y'all already know, the ever, ever, ever rap sheet. Let's get it. Uh. And on this edition is an interesting one, really, because I know a lot of y'all, if you guys are, what, respected Southern hip-hop artists or fans or whatever, if you if you love Waka Flocka Flame and you respect the word of young and old Waka Flocka Flame. Ah, fuck my money up. And now I can't re-up, run up in your spot. Just to get my stacks so. <laughs> up. As your sensei is. Now I'm back on dick. So, shoddy, what the fuck you uh. want? <laughs> Heard you talking, Lil Xan. This ain't what believe, the you want. Do you believe that, you, that Lil Xan is banned from hip-hop? Well, let's do- cue it up. So, Lil Xan, half Caucasian, half Mexican rapper. Is that what he is? Oh, yeah, Apparently. D-A-E, something. Yeah. That's what Wikipedia said. <laughs> He's a Lil Xan. Come on now. They're their own. These these new kids. He's a chemical concoction made in the lab. And let me educate educate people really fast. For you older people, I know we got some people of different demographics who listen to our show. Lil Xan and these Lil Pump individuals are not millennials. No, They are something new. The millennial thing stops at 99. These kids were born in like 2002, so you don't know what they're about to get into. They the Y2K generation. We got to have a different name. We got to distinguish because he got two tattoos on his face, and he out here has the nerve to come out and say, Tupac has no clout. <laughs> you have been alive for, for damn near 20 years now. Tupac's been dead for 22 <laughs> years, and they're talking about a dead man. Mm. Are they going to talk about you tomorrow, Lil Xan? If Tupac, the big question is, if Tupac is a two on the clout meter, where are you, Zan? Now, if Tupac, <laughs> this is my thing. If Tupac was alive, would you have said that? No that, that, that That's what I'm saying. If Tupac was just, alive, speak, there wouldn't be a little Pac Because Pac dead and gone in the grave, singing songs, do the memories, the whole everybody loved in nostalgia. But if Pac was here, because Pac was an outlandish ass nigga, the reason he died was because he was running up against Cedos and beating the brakes off gang members. Come with me. <laughs> he was not. The nigga, he was not the nicest guy out there. So Lil Xan will, is, is down to just say that and think that, oh, since Tupac's dead, nothing's going to happen. Don't forget, the niggas that Tupac raised Come that grew up see. off Tupac are Waka Flocka Flame, you know? <laughs> our, our goddamn Boosie, you know? Our goddamn Gucci Mane. Like, these are niggas that are outrageous as hell. <laughs> so we talked last week about the, the Trap Hall of Fame. Is Tupac, is, is Tupac the first inductee in the Trap Hall of Fame? Because he did kind I, I wouldn't say first, but one of, if not the most influential. Is he, is he trapped, though? Are we giving him trap? Trap we, before you... trap. Because if you listen to, like, ambitions of the brand, damn, damn, piano, simple bass. But he was bass. so West Coast, though. True. And, and West Coast isn't really trap. I mean, well, let, well let, let's speak, then. For those of you that aren't familiar with the progression of hip-hop music it changes a goddamn lot right. fast as hell 
So when we speak on trap, this is a compound of different styles that have led up to what trap is right now. And we're not talking about the EDM trap, so please do not get this confused. We're talking about we're talking about the music that embodies and brings the empowerment of the inner city out. So we're talking about the Midwest had drill, that's trap. Atlanta had the TIs and Flockas, that's trap. Gucci <laughs> Boosie, like we mentioned, but we go all the way, way, way back. Before tra- <laughs> Who was the first one really out here running up, beating people up, shooting, stabbing Pac? Mm. Who was the one getting Thug Life tatted on his stomach? He was, though. He was. It's 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 hard. It's the problem now is that we wanna we wanna go quick to trap. We wanna say trap music is hip hop and trap music is this. Trap music is in its early stages. It's still in its younger stages because before the trap, we'll say, we'll say what uh, trill trill was around. Right. We'll say what drill drill greatest music, era and drill music was around for a minute, but drill music is still pretty new. You know, like if we want to dissect down to the southern music, because trap is a southern style of music from the west coast. Tupac had the west coast sound locked down. You know, him and Dr. Dre had shit going crazy. Right. You know, he already had that locked. But if we're going to spill him over into trap with the rest of these Southern niggas, then we got to figure out. Because, I mean, Outkast was. But they're not trap. But there's exactly. But aren't they the beginning Adam. of trap? Are no, they not? There's nothing trappy about. So they if we if we ATM. separate it. So let's separate it. Because I guess the big separation is gangster music versus trap. Because yeah, gangster music is very West Coast. Trap is something different. And I think trap originates with the trill movement. Mm. So we are actually probably looking at 2000. We are probably looking at T.I. To be honest, T.I. actually and had this is, the... This hold is on. T.I. <laughs> actually had the first album called Trap Tra- Music. Yeah, okay. And he spelled it with a K. Like and a what about, so are we going to throw Jeezy in there now? Yes, absolutely. Because Jeezy, Jeezy had those... Jeezy's nothing but trap. And Jeezy came in. When, doing G- when it. Jeezy came in, Two, early two thousand. <laughs> yep. I remember he came in with Boys in the Hood. I remember them. And for it's those of you listening, this is some high expert level dissecting of hip hop music we're doing right now. Of the because there's this is the era, and I think on the Sensei Show we need to do a better job of highlighting our era of music because early eighties, nineties, they have their they have their voice. But to be honest, my golden era, and Vince Staples said it the best, that early 2000s run that we had in hip-hop where FUBU was hot in our clothes, you could fit two or three of your partners inside of your shirt. When you was playing Def Jam Fight for New York. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. See, you couldn't even do Def Jam in this era because people would get sensitive. You get an Instagram video of Drake beheading freaking Tory Lanez, and now everyone's beef. Everyone's crying so and right. upset. You're so right. <laughs> Please believe so I took right. Snoop Dogg game, and kicked. The game would never allow for for in a video game for him to be lower lower level points than Drake. But good luck having a video game creator not put Drake as the highest character right now in the video game over the game. Honestly, that is cause a new fighting hip hop game would be so lit. I'm in there. That would be really so am. They needed to. lit. All this, all this anime, all these rappers are talking about. Like, why don't y'all team? Why don't y'all collab? We need to stop. Let's we need to stop something. talking. No more talking. Right. <laughs> so coming soon. <laughs> We talked about production. We talked about making new things. If you continue to support the Sensei Said So show, 
get ready for a a street fighter style hip hop ski master slump god shooting bars of lightning at people. And as outrageous as as this young new school of music is, your powers are going to be that as outrageous. So don't be mad. Honestly, <laughs> oh, I might. We might need to do, remember. Remember uh, going back to the early two thousands when we actually had NCAA basketball games. Yeah, <laughs> but they couldn't. You couldn't use their actual names, so they would just like auto generate names, <laughs> but it would look like them. We figured out how not to pay all y'all rappers because yeah. y'all ain't getting paid right now, anyways. Right. So you might as well sign this away. Let's get it. We might be on. Y'all look something. the same. We'll just right. Just, just we'll just have Lil Zan. We'll change Lil Zan to Lil Perk, and <laughs> <laughs> we'll change uh, Troy pump. Ave to Troy Road. And <laughs> low pump the low pimp. <laughs> <laughs> we on to something. Get ready for the Sensei said so beat down anime style hip hop fighting game coming soon. <laughs> we might start a GoFundMe right now. I'm only asking for two million, just like Vince Staples. Hey, did you see that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> for, for for y'all haters to to. Said if y'all want to boo me, then let me shut up. Just pay me two million, and I'll go away. I if love not, that idea. leave me alone. Idea. So if you don't like our opinions, if you go to the website senseisaidso.com and you don't like what you see, just start a GoFundMe. I think collectively, we only need like ten, fifteen mil. So just get to your communities instead of hating us and talking. Shadow gets all this just just animosity on his on his <laughs> social medias. Just. Get all your people together and just raise enough money for him to shut up. I'll, I'll be quiet. I'll leave. I'll go bother somebody <laughs> I'll else. never say you anything know, again. You feel me? Like, I have no problem. I'll start a monastery with these the These are what we mean by reparations. That's that's fine. I'm, you know, I'm preaching my pain at y'all. So if y'all want to pay me to shut up, I might just do that. Cool. America, take a note. <laughs> a new way to channel hate. This is the new era that we're in. 2020. There's no more hate speech. There's just pay speech. I hate you, so I'm gonna pay you to go away. Hey, so let's take a break and we'll come back with the Sensei Said So Show. Got a lot more. Shit blood over pride This shit so crazy 
Every time I speak in a fluent language, they get shitty. I don't have no time to argue, I just wanna get faded. But they all wanna be famous, so while I put in this work, they all been dreaming about Las Vegas, man. I do not understand they games. All I wanna do is roll up to his of that Mary Jane. The mission to get lifted, planes. I'm high up off that gifted slang. They never seem to see me like Joe Pedro, boy, I'm pulling strength. A revelation here to stay. Double cut and pull it up. I coat the blunt. She's so in love. I let the road the coating dust. She know she not my only one. Uh, I know I'm destined for a sun up on this earth, man. Everything an illusion, so lose your mind, friend. Especially for some music, maybe get a lot. You know, we gonna have a surprise for y'all. But hey, make sure y'all stay tuned. Sensei said so. Dot com. 
click on it, tell your friends about it, light it up, roll one, smoke one about it. And in the meantime, we thank y'all for being here. You know, it was, <laughs> it was, a, it's, a, it's been a good one. So what we gonna do now is we gonna get into the last little bit of it. We so let's talk about, about um, an entity that's really making moves. The the company known as Netflix. We kind of discussed their little debacle that they had with with Monique and her trying to get us to boycott Netflix because Netflix doesn't support black people. But we just found out that Netflix not only supports black people, they support the first black president and his family, and they also support the first interracial, um, transracial woman <laughs> and her family. Oh, ain't that a goddamn shame. So to give a little bit more context, it looks like Netflix has announced that they have an Obama show, a show revolving around the lives of the the Obamas. I'm here for it. Let's talk about that one first. Please, God damn. An important show. I think this is going to be a good one. Regardless of what it is, I think it's it's the natural progression of everything that's been going on. I would hate for the Obamas to be first black president, awesome, cool, eight years, and then they just disappear into the history books because they would disappear deep into the history books with the way America's been going. I saw something that they're stopped teaching the Trail of Tears now in school. Oh, they say all the Native Americans just decided to move. Uh, so, they be like, they be like, gave the land up. Uh-huh. <laughs> be like, oh my god, the Native Americans were bad with their money and they couldn't <laughs> manage their land. So the Europeans came and they said, "Hey, allow us to manage it. All we require for you guys is just to move into your guys' own little areas where you guys can be together and continue your heritage." <laughs> Just not in any of these nice places. Have you ever heard of a place called Nebraska? <laughs> It'll fit perfectly, child. Y'all can grow anything, right? <laughs> so I think that it's it's awesome that the Obamas are not going away. That we get to continue. They get to continue to be it be uh, a part of our lives and impact the lives of the kids. Who there's a lot of kids who have only seen two presidents. <laughs> They've only seen Obama and Lil Trumpet. And Trump. And and my niece is one of them. My niece is a prime, prime example. She's five right now. And she's literally seen Obama and then Trump. <laughs> and she doesn't get it. She right. still doesn't quite understand how they just let everybody, like, the switch and the dynamic of the of the hierarchy. But, I mean, all I can really do is let her know, like, look, look, baby girl. We had one of the one of the greatest presidents that we ever are going to have, and that is our president, and that's who you can who who you can follow. This new president, we don't really entertain, baby. So just keep with the Obamas, and now that they have a show, she can keep up with the Obamas, like these niggas keep up with the Kardashians, and I'm here for it. And it's a lot healthier. <laughs> and I love that Netflix is a place where now. Because I've thought a lot about, because I have a daughter, and I've I've thought a lot about the way I want to develop and raise her with everything that goes on on the outside world. I'm happy as a parent that we have tools like Netflix, where you can say, no, here's some alternative information that you can fall back on, not just listen. Because if this is like 1997 and you live in the middle of Missouri, you oh, just yeah. have to believe what they talk about in the town or leave Missouri. 
Facts. Now you can just get on the internet. Now you can just get on, on Netflix and just watch documentaries about the food industry and the health industry and women's rights and mass incarceration and really anything that you want to see. So I'm glad that another thing that's going to be on there is the Obamas. Another, because representation is important. And they and they are they literally are the the peak of representation that we would need, even if they don't even realize that. Because they're not as flashy. They like to be reserved. They like to, you know, they're not a family that likes to boast and brag about their success and about, you know, their their achievements. But they're there. They right. they are all there. They have it all. There, you know, it's all. They're successful. They're smart. They, you know, they're 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 scandal free. They, you know, they have good plans and a, and a and a good dream. And a, you know, they represent a lot for black people, especially in this country, whether they want to or not. So I think it was a good move, right. you know, for to to get them on a Netflix special like this, so people can, whether they want to look up to them or not, see, you know, see that. They have that option of representation of representation in the media, and that's what's really important. But now the new Netflix series that's also coming out is following the transracial life of the once Rachel Dolezal. Now she changed her name to some Wakanda name, apparently. No, she really changed it to a Nigerian name, and I was <laughs> appalled. I was blown to goddamn pieces. Rachel Dolezal. It's a Nigerian. Let me look it up. It's a full Nigerian name that she tried to legally change it to. And I I mean, should we be flattered? Until you look it up, we're going to call her the White Panther. (laughs) So we have a guest in 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 the dojo today. And he says that we should be offended. But honestly, we should look at this as a look how far we've come moment. That a white woman in America is trying to give up her whiteness to join our Are struggle. Are you ready for this goddamn name? <laughs> the oh, White Panther. Shit. Is her name T'Chama? Her name is ready. You ready for this? Her name is her name is Nikechi Omar Diallo. Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> That's what she changed it to. And um, she wants us to look at her curly haired, bright as hell, and call it Nikechi. <laughs> How? No, the bigger question is if she doesn't get broken off from Netflix the amount that she needs to, is Monique going to stand with Rachel or or Tenechi or whatever you called the White Panther? <laughs> she don't deserve that name, so I can't get, I can't call her that name. I like the There's White a, Panther. And I want to know where she got it from. Where the fuck did she get that name from? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck told her about that? And this is why Kunin is a problem, okay, for this exact reason. Whoever her friend is... With a Nigerian friend that gave her the blessing to go do this is 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 excommunicated. I'm sorry. It's unacceptable. How is this acceptable? <laughs> I find it absolutely fascinating. I want to see. So I'm somebody who, and we're going to talk about this very high level because there's a couple topics on the Sensei Said So show I really don't want to talk about. But... <laughs> I'm I was once very confused about the whole trans everything. <laughs> trans transcontinental anywhere. express, <laughs> transracial, trans confused about it all. Now I'm curious. With Rachel and her successes with trying to be black, I'm curious to see how far this trans thing can go. Let's just run it up. Cause please believe if they ever try to put me in prison. 
I'm trans species, so you better put me in the zoo or something. Ah! Because last time <laughs> I checked, I feel like an orangutan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I just, my god! I just felt I just I just, just relate leave me with the monkeys with and, I'm a, and, I, and I'm gonna make do. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm you can't put me in prison with people. Would you put an orangutan in prison with people? I'm very curious to see how far this trans thing will go. the The question I need to ask you is: Are you gonna watch Rachel's show? What? Oh my god! Oh my god! I can't even call this bitch by her given name. I can't. So how am I? How, what? White I might listen. <laughs> I might watch a clip on Facebook if it's funny or whatever. But there's no way that I can tune in and watch this. There's. I just don't understand. First off, how is it going to air? What is it going to be about? Is her Nigerian name going to be in the show? Because if it is, we got to sue. I can't do it. I can't do it with her. Can I pitch a I we're we're giving so many gems away on the Sensei Said So show that I probably shouldn't even say this on wax. But is there any way I could get a sitcom where the father and the mother are played by Rachel Dolezal and LeVar Ball? Because <laughs> if there's any way I can make did that she, happen. Like, did she have any kids? Are her kids yes. mixed racial, biracial, or, or are they transracial? Did she tell her kids that y'all niggas are the whole different race than I? No, so on the season, and I, I gave mean, birth to y'all, which y'all the ain't tra- the same as me. On the trailer, <laughs> on the trailer of the show, it's her talking to her son, <laughs> and this Connor ass boy is really like, "Mom, you're embarrassing me. I, this is you can't." And they're really arguing about. She's like, "I want to be who I want to be," and she's like, "And her son's like, this is embarrassing, yo, like." I goddamn bet she's a whole European woman for forty six years, and the last in the last six years, when he want to go to college, she just <laughs> said, "Mom, mom, you're a goosey is trash." <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> your plantains are so. All I'm, the only way she can win my respect is if she come out with the flyest goddamn dashiki out. I don't know if she come out and she and she really. I don't know. There's nothing she no, can do. No, she, she can't do shit. Nope. <laughs> can't do a goddamn thing for me. Rachel, oh I'm speaking to Rachel. I am speaking in whatever to whoever Leave. the You're to the universe. In our, in our, in our, in no, our I'm gonna give her. Head? I'm gonna give her the game right here. This is what I need Rachel no to do. Step one: she needs to come out with a hoop mixtape. <laughs> Step these two. Are, these are basic nigga things you need to do. So go ahead. Go ahead. Step two. Step two. I need you. I need you to give another speech. I'm sure she's given speeches at the NCAA things, and that's probably great and all. He's at the NCAA, the NAACP. There things. we go. I'm crying. Then they they both trash, to be honest. Ah. Let's just be honest. They had Rachel as the leader of right. this. And they didn't know. Y'all didn't know. <laughs> Is that right? Hey, y'all did not know. Just no background checks, huh? Her hair didn't bounce that fast back up, huh? <laughs> Interesting. All right. <laughs> I need her to introduce the Migos at a Super Bowl or something of that live of an event. That has to happen. And then she needs to come out with a cooking show on Food Network, only cooking Nigerian food. It's lit. Rachel, you will get a pass for me if I can get a Nigerian-themed show on the Food Network with you cooking nigerian cuisine from all over from jollof rice to goosey to peanut soup let's run it up impress us and she gotta get a grill maybe yeah, you put gotta out- have gold Ooh. what you can't do yeah what you can't do is have any type of royal name 
and just a song with Cardi would help. A song, a song with Wale would help. <laughs> Realistically, this, a song with Wale is the only way she's getting a card. You can't even be half black. You can't even be seventy five percent black. Has to be. Ooh, a full she half- could have a mixtape called like Kodak Trans Black. <laughs> a Haitian. She she could go Haitian. She might be able to pass as a Haitian. That's a stretch. <laughs> Rachel, yo, we encourage. I don't know if we. Encourage, what you know are we what? encouraging? The Run fuck it. are we encouraging? <laughs> you know what this this human thing is weird, and I'm really looking at it as a content creator. And at this point, let's just run it all up. Let's just blur all these lines. Let's just see what happens. I have no problem with the character that she wants to vicariously live. I just don't understand how the fuck she thought she could do it through herself. You're not supposed to vicariously live a whole different life through your own goddamn self. You're supposed to do it in a video game. You're supposed to draw it in your art. You're supposed to sing about it. You know what I'm saying? You Make just... your sim black. <laughs> like... Make your character on Grand Theft Auto black. That's... <laughs> like, you know... Make your my player black. That's, the... That's what all the other white kids do. <laughs> That's how you do it. You don't just... I don't know. Well... My question to you is, because you bring up an interesting point, and I would love for any of my brothers and sisters or whoever, have you on 2K ever made like a my player as a white person? <laughs> to be honest, I, I never have. Trippy. I've made light skins, though. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> made a couple of light skins. Oh, oh, no, no. I've made teams. What? Well, teams okay. is different. I'm talking about like my Like player. your player, who you vicariously are. <laughs> So think about it. <laughs> Just make Dustin Featherstone. <laughs> Starting point guard out of Princeton. <laughs> First overall draft pick. Went to Dartmouth. <laughs> Three-pointers, 99, not being freaking stereotypical Qualified or anything like that. Qualified for the Olympic row team. <laughs> Get all the badges like scrappy. And all the things they use for for colonist athletes, <laughs> scrappy, hard working, hard nosed sportsmanship. There we that go. Shit is. Come to find out, he punches <laughs> people in the nuts like all these BYU players. But that's another subject for another day. <laughs> so we off the rails at this point. <laughs> we uh, we full off the shits, and it's perfectly fine. Mm. So let's. <laughs> You know, let's get holy. We're going to take a quick interlude so we can get back on track before we let y'all go on the Sensei Said So show. Yarramin.
everything going on the the nation needed a little a little come by here at this moment i think 2018 is looking better than 2017 though so i'm optimistic i am hopefully my optimism is not in vain because it could just take a turn for the worse it most likely will we ain't really even had summer yet and you know how wild you know how wild people get in the summer but the year's going by fast so fast before we know it, 2018 is going to be gone. So let's let's keep pushing forward. Let's keep doing our thing. Let's keep manifesting hopes and dreams. Don't worry about people in your way, people trying to beef with you, people with stupid opinions, unself-aware, talking all crazy on the <laughs> Internet. Don't even Walking. worry about that. Lil Xan's going crazy, all that kind of stuff. Because Just be all respectful. You, all you really need in your life is just your friends, your family, what makes you happy and your friends here at the sensei said so show you know we'll always keep you on that straight and narrow yeah whether you like it whether you don't like it the thing that you know is that we always going to be honest with you we always going to shoot you straight i ask all my classes when we first get in on the first day i say who wants me to lie to you (laughs) who wants me to sugarcoat things and be real soft and cuddly with people's feelings (laughs) <laughs> and then as soon as they say nope, then I say, all right, we got a platform of honesty, so let's go ahead and be honest. And I think you guys already know that the Sensei Said So show is going to give you just that. So just I'll continue that. to be your Sensei, Vio Sensei, 24th Dread Kage of the Music Clan, 10th Tribe of Wakanda. Oof, and you already know Shadow the Go-Tooth Grill about to be with y'all one more time. Put your double cups up. Two times and we out. We gon' see y'all real soon.